In the holy name of Jesus, amen. What makes a good Lent? According to Jesus and the gospel for this evening, it is staying on course with open arms. Lately following Jesus, who is now on his way to Jerusalem and has his arms wide open, lately that is becoming more difficult for us. It's not only that America is increasing pressure on Christians. The press is coming from the rest of the world as well. After all, it was just one year ago this week that the 21 holy martyrs of Libya were beheaded by ISIS. But what happened on that beach in Libya last year is not really much different from what happens in the gospel appointed for this evening. Because both of those stories are about hate. In this gospel, they do not kill Jesus, at least not yet, because the hate is just getting started. Hate always starts small. Herod and the Pharisees are just beginning to see Jesus as a threat to the way that they do their business. But hate is dangerous because hate always makes progress. It's natural. Hate grows up. And if it isn't stopped, hate eventually tries to kill its opponents. So today when the Pharisees say to Jesus, get lost, what they really mean is, go to hell. Jesus, of course, has no intention of going to hell, at least not until the end of Lent. Instead, Jesus is making progress, too, in love, which is the exact opposite of hate. Jesus is making progress by doing the merciful work that his Heavenly Father sent him to do. So the gospel appointed for today sets up a race to Easter morning. It is a race between love and hate. You go tell Herod that fox that I'm on course, that today I am busy healing souls, and tomorrow I am busy healing bodies, and on the next day, the third day, I will restore order in Jerusalem. So it's no wonder they hated him, and it's no wonder that they killed him. I was struck this year when the Vatican named those who are up for sainthood. It turns out that there are a couple of ways to become a saint. One way is to do miracles. Another way is to live a life of heroic virtue. But a third way is to be martyred, like those 21 men on the beach. What I found most interesting is how the names of those who have been martyred are presented in consideration of sainthood. Listen. Venerable servant of God, 
Engelmar Unzeitig, German priest, killed in hatred of the faith in 1945. Servant of God, Gennaro Castanion, Spanish priest, killed in hatred of the faith, 1936. Servant of God, Justus Yukon, Japanese layperson, killed in hatred of the faith in 1615. You see it, I'm sure. In those times and places, hate went unchecked. Hate was allowed to make progress. And those who loved were told to go to hell. But then, just as in the gospel for today, hate did not have the last word. And that remains the good news for this evening. In the race between I hate you and I love you, in the race between go to hell and come to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest, the third day, Jesus Day, Resurrection Day, Easter Day, that day always, always, always has the last word. Between now and then, of course, it is a struggle. It got worse for Jesus on the road to Jerusalem, and it may get worse for us in America and around the world. Hate is everywhere in the air. But if you are following Jesus, then you should always remember that Jesus actually sweat blood on his way to see Herod in Jerusalem. And yet all the way, Jesus stayed on course. Jesus stayed on course for the Last Supper, for scourging and for his crown of thorns. Jesus stayed on course for Golgotha and for the tomb of Nicodemus. Jesus went to Jerusalem with his arms wide open, gathering sinners along the way like a hen gathers her brood. That is his target, his goal, his purpose, his telos, his end. That is also obedience, faith, and most of all, love. Of course, if we in this world will not be gathered or loved, if we insist on hate and murder in hell, then that is what we will have, and Jesus will not force us to be saved. But being forsaken, having our own hateful way for eternity, that's really a good definition of hell. Hell is when you get your way forever. It's better, of course, to follow Jesus. It's better to stay on course. It's better to live with open arms. It's better to love and not to hate. This Lent, when you think about all that Jesus went through, you sometimes might think that your small struggles don't matter. But actually, they do. Anything done in love matters. 
And love in the face of hate is very good practice for whatever comes next. Here's why. A year after those holy martyrs were murdered, it turns out that only 20 of the 21 were Christians when they were first captured. The first 20 were Egyptians. They were Coptic Christians. As they knelt, the executioners gave each man a chance to deny his faith. You heard it in the gospel for this evening. They were given the chance to change course, to get lost, to get out of here. They were given the chance to deny their Heavenly Father's will. But each one stayed on course. One after another, they confessed faith in Jesus, and then each was beheaded. The last man in line was not an Egyptian. He was an African. And it seems that he was not a Christian when he was captured. But when he was challenged by hate to denounce Christ, it is reported that his last words were, their God is my God. And at that moment, that young man became a Christian and in the next moment he was slaughtered and he became a saint. And then Jesus welcomed him into heaven with open arms. So goes the road to Jerusalem. So goes our Lent. So goes America and the rest of the world. So it goes, and we do not know how it will end. But we do know this. The course we are on is the course of love. And it ends with us resting forever in the open arms of Jesus. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.